I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. This is a pre-recorded program presented by KSL News Radio and Intermountain Healthcare. Healthy Mind Matters, brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare. We discuss the important community issues of stronger mental health, emotional wellness, and the growing problem of addiction. Here's our host, Maria Chaleos, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Thank you for joining us for Healthy Mind Matters. Today we are talking about traumatic stress. Events that can cause harm to our emotional or physical well-being. With me is Dr. Audrey Jericho. She's an OBGYN for Intermountain Wasatch Gynecology. Dr. Jericho, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm so happy to be here. Now, I'm thinking OBGYN. Why would an OBGYN be concerned about traumatic stress? So maybe you can give us some background and explain why you're so interested and concerned about this issue. It's The issue has really developed for me over... The last five years, um, when I was in training in medical school and residency, we really didn't get a lot of information on these topics. And so it was really after being in practice for 10 years that I started recognizing some patterns with my patients. And, um, you know, 90% of the time, I felt like I was really well-trained to take care of the obstetric and gynecologic problems. Um, that I was trained to do. But then in probably 5% of my patients, I recognized that there were folks that I just couldn't seem to figure out what was going on with them. I was spending 90% of my time on the small percentage of patients, people with chronic pain, chronic headaches, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, issues like that. And I would just pour myself into it as far as doing a really thorough history and physical exam, sometimes x-rays, sometimes surgery. And I'd get to the end of the road and realize I really hadn't helped the patient at all. And we were just as confused, the patient and myself, because I wasn't helping fix their physical symptoms. And I just had a couple of patients that um, really brought the importance of traumatic stress to mind. I had one patient who was about 21 years old and had gone through these extensive workups. No one could figure out what was going on with her, chronic pain issues, and she had had lots of organs removed from her body, her appendix, her gallbladder, various surgeries, trying to get to the bottom of her pain. And I happened to have an hour because I added her on over lunch, and I really just sort of went through, okay, what she's been seen by the general surgeon. She's been seen by her family medicine doc. This is kind of end of the road for her and no one has helped her. And so I just said, you know what, I'm going to do the most thorough history I can possibly do. And it was at that point where I asked her, um, you know, one in four women have been affected by childhood sexual abuse at some point in their life. Was this ever a problem for you? And it turns out that was a problem. From the age of 5 to 15, she was sexually abused by a male family member, which 90% of the time when people experience that, it is a a family member or trusted family friend. And she had never disclosed that to anyone. 
And that doesn't mean that she wasn't feeling actual pain. She was she was feeling physical pain and having physical problems, but this was just a piece of her problem that hadn't been recognized. And so it was a great opportunity for me to connect her with uh, therapists, trauma-informed therapists who understand that issue and help work with her on that. So it was a real eye-opener for me. How did that change? Have you had any follow-up with that patient? And can you see what a difference that made to really bring that into the forefront? It re- it's, it's not a quick fix just to recognize that these things um, are tied. Things like child abuse, neglect, sexual assault, domestic violence are tied to our health. But it's just one piece of the puzzle that can help improve uh, patients' health care, mental and physical. So maybe we should step back and talk about what is traumatic stress? Because it's not just child sex abuse. Exactly. Traumatic stress is um, an event or events that really have an impact on our emotional and physical well-being. And they're significant events. So these things are... um, major things like uh, child neglect, abuse, sexual assault, domestic violence, could also be a serious uh, life-threatening medical condition, experiencing war, experiencing terrorism, and those type of things. So how would you like people to think about this, someone who's listening right now who's maybe had chronic chronic issues and has not been able to get to the bottom of them? Uh, they should consider some of these factors. I would encourage people to keep an open mind um, about it. And when we see patients, I want to be very clear that uh, we're not just tying emotional things to your body saying, oh, this is all just in your head. That That is not what we're saying. It's just one part of how our body responds to stress. And the evidence is really pretty clear that these traumatic, serious traumatic stressors can have physiologic changes in our body that impact the way we perceive pain and the way we process information. So how do you handle it physiologically, though, when it is a stressor? You mentioned it's not easy. That's right. But what is the process? I think the first part is just recognizing that if you have experienced these type of things, and in a lot of studies, if you look at the uh, ACEs study or Adverse Childhood Experience study that Kaiser did in 1998, many people have experienced these stressors. More than 60% of their patients that they interviewed, about seven over 17,000, had at least one um, traumatic stress that they had experienced. And for some people, they may be able to rely on family members and friends and um, cope with those things and move on. But other people are impacted in serious ways. And if it's not addressed, it can really impact them. And so accessing support through trauma-informed counseling can be really helpful step Mm -hmm. for people. But the most important thing is not really... um, what happened necessarily, but what it means to you in your life. And so when I screen patients for things like um, uh, history of childhood sexual abuse or domestic violence, uh, I always ask the patients, what are you interested in? Um, It's not appropriate to force someone (laughs) to talk about things they're not ready to talk about or interested in talking about. Uh, But I'll just say, if you think you're interested in investigating this a little bit further, we do have trauma-informed counselors that may be able to help you. 
Right. If I may just go back to your earlier client, um, was this something that they did not recognize could have been a problem or had thought about it being, an, you know, something that was leading to their physical condition? I mean, I, is it often that someone is just not aware that that is causing them physical pain? I think in a, in a lot of cases, patients aren't aware uh, that it's connected to their body, especially with things like that are manifest in anxiety, because anxiety is such a physical illness. People can have palpitations and chest pain and shortness of breath and headaches and belly pain. And patients don't always, that is such a physical condition, they don't always connect it with the traumatic things that have happened in their past. And we do what we need to do to move on with our lives, too. So people experience very difficult things. And sometimes those memories and experiences are buried just so we can function on a day-to-day basis. Right. And when it's been something that was in the past, you know, 10 or 15 years, you kind of think that you've put it to rest. That's right. Right. And sometimes it can come up again in various ways and often in physical ways. What would you like people to think about? I would like people to know how, unfortunately, these are common problems. And so lots of times people feel really alone. If they have experienced these things, they sometimes feel like they're they're the only person um, that's experienced it. And they feel a lot of shame and isolation and guilt. And for instance... When I screen for childhood sexual abuse, I'll ask people, you know, my patients are women, so I'll say one in, unfortunately, one in four women have experienced childhood sexual abuse. Has that ever been a problem for you? Um, It's one in seven, one in six men, sorry, in the state of Utah have experienced that. And and then I let them know that 90% of the time it is, uh, the perpetrator is a family member or trusted family friend. And so often people are just shocked to hear that um, because they felt like they were the only person in the world. And the fact that the perpetrator was within their family was just made them feel so much shame. And so just letting people know that they're not alone, but then also that there are teams of people that are out there to help, that are trained to help. And there's confidential care available for them. When we come back, I want to talk about how people can recognize whether they may be suffering from traumatic stress. And I'm speaking today with Dr. Audrey Jericho. She's an OBGYN with Intermountain Wasatch Gynecology. And we'll be right back on Healthy Mind Matters.